The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to Him and cried out, This was He of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because He was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God the only Son who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. We've made it past Christmas. Have you all breathed yet? <laughs> Though we've passed our major holiday, I'm sure that only some of us have been able to take our first breath in a month. There are possibly relatives still hanging around, or presents left to return, or if you have my sort of cleaning habits, uh, still dishes left over from Christmas dinner in the sink. And yet, Despite all the extra work of Christmas time, or perhaps because of it, it is my favorite time of the year. This season brings out a certain joy in me. I enjoy giving and receiving presents, decorating the Christmas tree, the Christmas lights on all the houses. I even enjoy the shopping. Yet in the midst of all the happiness, or misery, wherever you may be at the moment, I think it's especially important that we remember what we are celebrating in this Christmas season. And today's Gospel from John is a perfect reminder. Though this strange and relatively obtuse Gospel we read today may not appear so, it is actually John's version of the birth of Christ. It lacks sheep and shepherds and any sort of plot, 
but for John it has all the key points. And the Word became flesh and lived among us. In his mind, this is all the description we need of the birth of Jesus. Just one simple sentence. The reason for this, the reason why John does not see fit to include the thrilling backstory of Mary and Joseph and donkeys and angels with all those narrative twists, is that John does not care about when or how or where or even to a certain extent who. That it is only the fact of the incarnation that matters. It matters because the word of God brings us to the Father. No one has ever seen God, he writes. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. No one has ever seen God because God is not something to be seen. God is not visible, describable, touchable. God is not available to our eyes, contained in words, or offered to our hands. But in the incarnation of the Word of God, God came into the world and made himself known to those willing to hear. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. In Christ, the invisible God is revealed to us. Jesus, the Word of God, is just that. A word, an utterance of the ineffable, language put to the unspeakable. And this word, the word spoken by the flesh of Jesus, reveals God's love to us and God's hope for us. It reveals the deeper meaning of Christmas for all of us. And part of what was revealed by Jesus is that in the Christmas season, we celebrate more than the incarnation of one person in history. We celebrate more than God becoming human just once all those years ago. Though John's account lacks the romance of the others, it contains this one important difference. It includes us, and in doing so, it explains why God became human. What would it matter if God had entered the world and had nothing to do with us? Instead, the incarnation of Jesus, the birth of Christ as a human, has everything to do with human life. By this birth, we are given, as it says in today's Gospel, the power to become children of God who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man but of God as the daughters and sons of God we are a part of all that Christ coming into the world signifies in his commentary on this passage the medieval theologian Meister Eckhart writes it would be of little value for me if the word was made flesh for man in Christ as a person distinct from me, unless he was also made flesh in me personally, so that I, too, might be God's son. In Eckhart's mind, the incarnation is not something that is limited to Christ. Instead, we all participate in the incarnation of God through the gift of Jesus. The event of God being born as a human results in an ontological change for humans, a change in our very being, a a fundamental change in the way the world is and the way that life is. At least, that is the hope. That is what God hopes for. 
It is part of God's dream that by showing humans love of such great measure that they would be changed into a godly people who lived and loved as God does. And I think this is why I like Christmas so much. It is because for at least a little while we experience something of that Christmas spirit, the something which motivates us to invite too many relatives over for Christmas dinner and be friendly to them, or to spend extra time volunteering at the church, or just to go through the extra labor of seeing so many friends and family members for any extended period of time. We all try just that little bit harder at Christmas time. And in trying harder, we inch closer, if only for a moment, to the realization of God's love in the world. And this is why John's Gospel is so important. We are the children of God, just as Jesus was. The incarnation takes place in our hearts, just as it did in the manger 2,000 years ago. This means that every birth of every child in the world is a new miracle of God entering the world. It makes every death a passion worthy of remembrance. The incarnation of Jesus gives us that extra push to live every day as if it were the joyful celebration of God entering the world. This is the Christmas spirit. Let us hold on to it throughout the year. Amen.